Hi, this is Nick Dawood. I'm Chris Dawood. And this is the Dawood Daily Ding Dong. This is a weekly podcast coming at you every Friday, and it's going to be about an hour and a half of absolute waffle, a few games, and just general nonsense. Wait. So if you enjoy it, then do subscribe, share it to friends, get involved. So I just wanted to take a, a few minutes to introduce this week's sponsor. Obviously, Chris, we don't currently have a sponsor, so I wanted to talk about a product I was passionate about. And this week, that product, or this week's sponsor, is Generic Dried Oregano. Right. Are you looking to... Sorry, go on. Did you want to comment? Well, I was just, I'm just looking forward to, uh, to hear all about Generic Dried Oregano, if I'm honest. Well, are you looking to add a little bit more variety to your life? Do you want people to start enjoying the food you cook and the time they spend with you? Well, have I got the answer. This week's sponsor is Generic Dried Oregano. Now, if like me, you thought, well, what the fuck is that? It's none of this MSG nonsense. Then I can tell you, no. Oregano is a small flowering plant, part of the mint family. And it comes from the Mediterranean. It's aromatic, warm all natural and guaranteed to give you the variety you're looking for. So, if you're looking to say goodbye to a bland life, tasteless food and people hating you, then grab a jar of generic dried oregano from any leading supermarket today. Generic dried oregano, guaranteed to give you more than just an explosion on your taste buds. I've got a few um, open-ended sort of finishes for that. Uh, another one might be generic dried oregano, guaranteed to moisten more than just your taste buds. Right, okay. Generic dried oregano, guaranteed to save more than just a meal. Right, or, so uh, if there if there are any sponsors out there, um, you've you've heard that read. You see what we got. You see how passionate Nick gets about products, and at me being a chef as well, I can talk about dried oregano. And if I don't have any fresh herbs. And I can't get to a shop. Um, I can't go foraging. Then I I will use dried oregano, um, you know, to make that bolognese really pop. So that's it. I mean, w- w- talk talk to me about your thoughts of the the finishes. Um, I I also I, I have another one as well. Yeah. Generic dried oregano, guaranteed to wet more than just your appetite. What like your noodle? Well, yeah. I mean, th- think about all four. They're all. They're all you great. Know, double, double entendres, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Double entendres. No? Maybe that was maybe that was lost. A little lost bit. On you there, a little bit of innuendo. We love a little bit yeah, of innuendo. Guaranteed to give you more than just an explosion on your taste buds. That's some premium. That's premium premium level stuff right there, Chris. Premium like, level think, stuff. So Schwartz, just, uh, Tesco's, Morrison's, all of all of the any. big guys. If any of all you of the big guys. Any, if any of your decision makers are listening right now. Then get involved. I know it's yeah, the first episode, but this has got legs, all right. And it does with have legs. and with that, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a walk into our first segment, right? Do you okay. see? Do you see how I segued that with legs and walking? Interesting. Interesting indeed. So, so we're all stuck indoors at the moment, and it's 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 been rubbish, absolutely rubbish. Um, but remember, stay home, stay safe, and all that. But we're gonna add a little bit of positivity to our lockdown and quarantine and the, the good old C virus or what, what does Trump, what does Trump call it? Kung, Kung flu. It's not, it's Kung not, flu. yeah, it's not, it's not racist. Don't worry, Trump. Um, 
But we're going to head to Quarantine Corner and talk about the positive stories that have come out of the quarantine. Um, and not necessarily because of the quarantine, although mine is. Um, and uh, we've we've got a story each. We're going to chat about it. And, you know, and that's it. So, Nick, what is your story? So, my story is... I mean, it, it was difficult to find. Um, so, yeah, so my my good news story i sort of wanted to talk about um sgn the some good news which um what's sgn I forget the, it's i forget the guy's name now should have should have had that prepared i've got jim halpert don't know who that is oh jim uh, halpert john name? john christ uh, blunters blunters husband emily blunt's husband yeah john yeah, Krin- Kroninsky? Kroninsky. Kroninsky, very funny yeah, chap i just i mean I thought it was the role that Jim Halpert was born to play. You know, I, I feel like when I switched on and I watched a couple of the episodes, I thought, "Fucking hell, that is." Oh, so that's so that's his you that's his new YouTube channel, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, cool. It's just what what he's been doing. So on episode four, they did like a, a Zoom prom for everyone, which looked great. Oh wow! Um, Dwight came along as well, which again was you serious? You know. I thought, mate, you need to check it out. Get onto YouTube and type in SGN or some good news. Well, that's good. Or is it some good news? I think it's just good news, something like that. I I mean, I probably should have prepared a little bit more, but such is life. Um, But check it out. It's been been peak quarantine. I've just finished watching The Office as well. So for me, me, it it just rounded things off nicely. I thought, ah, this is Jim Halpert as as he would be during uh, self-isolation during during a quarantine during a quarantine yeah. with uh with because he had he had steve carell on didn't he on his first episode. yeah he had steve carell on the first episode which yeah. was i bet that again, i bet he, that gave you goosebumps with uh with just finishing the office mate you, you watch it because you're it will just yeah it I, will hit you right in the feels it was good it was really good and the office was great but we'll yeah, everyone. Uh, yeah, I don't want to turn this into an office depreciation podcast. It's it's hard not to. I mean, it's really hard not to. So my story is. is a little bit closer to home, um, okay. and it is about the C virus and about helping people. So in London, um, there's uh, been a group of. So in the U- in the UK, the um, a lot of businesses, hospitality businesses, retail businesses have closed, and we've been made furloughed. Um, yeah, and you know. So there is a lot of able-bodied people at the moment doing absolutely now sitting at home. But a group yeah. in London called Furloughed Foodies um, have been raising money for their group. Um, they've raised £10,000 at the moment and they're on target to raise £25,000 soon. Um, and they've been, um, they've been cooking meals so they're all they're all chefs and work in the hospitality industry, um, yeah. and so far they've done six thousand meals for fifteen hospital hospital trusts in London, um, and they're just trying to really support um, support the NHS and support the key workers who are out there um, with providing yeah. them with a little bit of lovely food. Um, there's been there's been other people who have done the same thing, but this one just kind of like shouted to me because they don't they don't have to do it. Um, they are putting themselves in danger by going out, especially in London, where we've had most cases in the UK. 
um and there's you know there's been some other food-based initiatives called um hospitality for heroes um and which has attracted donations from people like marcus waring um yeah uh, you know, Marcus Waring, Marcus, like a question. Marcus Waring, um, who, if you don't know who Marcus Waring is, he was. Um, who is Marcus Waring? Marcus Waring is a Michelin star chef in London, and wow. he uh, he worked under Gordon Ramsay, and Gordon Ramsay actually um, put the money up for Marcus Waring's um, restaurant. Really, um, didn't know that. You didn't know that. Well, there you go. Um, That's intriguing and i've got i've got written here because it was a big part of the story which i think is just absolutely fucking ridiculous so not only has he um donated money and stuff but he even donated one of his recipes how nice of marcus thank you marcus yes he donated a recipe anyway so recipe did and (laughs) wait don't don't just breeze past that we want to hear the recipe. I did. It, it didn't say. It? it didn't say what the recipe was. But I tell you what, if it's beans on toast, then that's just not on, really, is it? Uh, that's that's. Um, I feel like that's a bit of a wind up. A bit of a what? He's not released a we- recipe. Who's he giving it to? I don't know. Do you reckon he like wrote it down on like a sticky note and just like gave it to someone? Probably a napkin. Or is he yeah, a napkin? Or he's or he's put it into a locked drop box, and only people only people with the logging can get into it. Donated a fucking recipe. Come on, give me a break, man. Um, <laughs> but the guy's a legend. No, the guy is a legend, mate. Have you have, have you seen him? He looks knackered all the time. Yeah. Um, which well, doesn't, I mean, doesn't working, surprise me. Working under uh, Gordon Ramsay, you probably would be, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then and then getting his own stars himself and having like you know six hundred children. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> he's, he's very rigid, isn't he? If I if I can think of the Fan, right guy, fantastic chef though, absolutely fantastic yeah, chef. chef. But that's um, that's a little bit of good news. Um, nice. uh, yeah, and you know this like this bastard bastard pandemic um, is is you know the, the 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 people are saying are giving it a bit middle finger, um, but yeah. everyone stay at home seriously. Down my road, yeah. down my street, I'm seeing people having barbecues with more than ten people, and I don't. And I, it, it fucking baffles me. Baffles me. That's it. I mean, to the three people that will eventually listen to this, probably after some sort of quarantine has been lifted, then then that doesn't doesn't apply to you. Yeah. Then then go out. Go, go beforehand. Yeah. Stay at home. But yeah. But after, go out. Spend money. Enjoy your life, please. Businesses need um, you. <laughs> I, d- I did actually have another uh, another story. This this is maybe one for the ramblers out there. If we are speaking to any ramblers, I'm a rambling man. So, um, hundreds of volunteers, or hundreds of volunteer ramblers, more importantly, are exploring the UK currently yeah, from their own homes. With being a, like, don't you just volunteer yourself to be a rambler anyway? Like, yeah, no, but they're doing it from their own homes. So, what they're doing is they're Drawing the routes, drawing the routes they take, drawing the rambling routes across yeah. common grounds, um, and they're putting it online. So isn't that great? So when we uh, when we have stopped being stuck indoors, we can we go can, off and we can lovely walk. We can ramble them newly, routes. Uh, newly found rambling routes. That's okay. nice, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to be able to um, take you up on that. Yeah, we can uh, go for a ramble. Yep, 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 yep. 
Well, so um, so that was Quarantine Corner, our first segment on this fantastic podcast journey we're going on. Um, the bag. What what Done. we what are we doing next, Nick? What are we going to um, do? We're going to go for a segment called get in the bin this is everyone's favorite i mean people play this up and down their country don't they this isn't something which is isolated to this podcast we did want to call it which singer songwriter should we euthanize but that's probably you know a bit negative so get in the bin a little bit more family friendly we want to keep it positive Um, even though we will be putting something in the bin that's it I mean, this is something that, as I said, people play up and down the company, up and down the company, up and down the country. Um, you can play it anywhere. It's a, just a classic, cathartic, wholesome, with mild tones of savagery. So what, how does this work? What are the rules, bro? The rules, well, we each come up with a singer-songwriter, this week it's a singer-songwriter, that we want to put in the bin. So is that going to change, each- is that going to change every week, is it? I think let's see. Let's see where we get to. This week it's singer-songwriters. Next week it could be, I'm not sure, car manufacturers. We'll just see where it gets to. Right, there we Maybe go. Maybe people could uh, could write in and um, and give us some suggestions. Absolutely. We'll put, we'll, we will put our um, email address in the description of whatever platform you're listening to right now. Yeah, so, uh, so write in. Let us know what you want to hear on Get In The Bin. Um, what I would like to know from you, Chris, is which singer-songwriter would you like to put in the bin? Um, I would like to put Billy Ray Cyrus in the bin. Okay. Okay. Strong? Strong, yeah. Talk me through some yeah. points. I want to hit some reasons. I'm going to give you a couple points. So, what, one point is that he gave birth to Miley Cyrus. And, mm-hmm. you know... That can only seem like a positive to me. Ah, uh, but you know, as as successful as she is, um, I don't. I think she's done a disservice to, you know, the music industry with her okay. catchy pop songs and, they and are very catchy, sitting they? on a wrecking ball. I don't know. Like Incredible. it's it's just a personal opinion. She just annoys me. I didn't mind Hannah Montana. I didn't mind Hannah Montana Miley with um that what's that song party in the USA banger yeah but you know as soon as she discovered her sexuality <laughs> that all just went out the fucking window didn't it that girl next yeah, door that, true. that yeah. girl next door kind of thing nah nah now she's just a big old slut bag Ale- are you allegedly. trying to say we should have just continued to sexualize her instead of her discovering her sexuality um i mean <laughs> I, I really don't want to comment on that but um but okay. no i just um that's that's just one that's just one of my points is that he did he was part of the creation of Miley. Yeah. You know? Would you not just put her in the bin? She, nah, she she's not singer songwriter. Do you really think she writes her own stuff? If anything, that's true, if yeah, any, we have been specific. If we? if anything, it's you know her dad probably wrote some of her stuff. Her well, early maybe. stuff, anyway. Do you reckon? Party in the USA. Potentially. Potentially. No, you, who's think, who's actually, your pick? Who's your pick, bro? Who's your pick? My pick. My, mine maybe falls a little bit outside. He's probably a rapper more than anything. Right. Okay. But I wouldn't call what he does rap. So I. That's why I put him in the singer-songwriter category. Right. Yeah. And it is. It's Akon. It's the, the Akon that brought us locked up. Yeah, locked um, up. 
He's also got his own cryptocurrency, the A-Coin. No way. Um, yeah, I and I honestly feel like that... I could leave it at that, and I think I would win. Dude, dude, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, that sounds pretty cool, though. Locked up a- an A-Coin. A-Coin. A- 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 Come on, man. No, but, like, A-Coin, you, you can't put the whole early noughties sound in the bin, man. Like, you look That's at the early... The... I, think he, I think he did something. I think that genre of music would have gone a different way if Akon wasn't in the mix. If, if Akon wasn't featured. enjoyed that. Yeah, if Akon yeah. wasn't featured on every single fucking track. Um, track. You, you couldn't get away from him. Well... You couldn't get away from him. However, I mean, there are two different strains of thought here. Because, you know, we've got that. We've got Locked Up. We've got him bastardising and ruining 90s hip-hop slash R&B. Um, but he did also create a city in Senegal. So Yeah, he's he's put a lot of money into helping Africa. You know, he's he's he uh, he's seen as, you know, being a, a a strong a strong force in good in good against, you know, the donating himself, donating money and getting people water. But back back to Billy Ray. Okay. Um I mean, we, already he needs to get in the bin because his main success is his offspring, right? So yeah. he's piggybacking on that at the moment, right? Absolutely. He tried to have and a comeback with Little Nas. Some of his earlier stuff was he not a big country? Right. Singer? So, so here's the thing: he was a big country singer, but he's only ever had one number one. He's only ever had one number one, and that was with which a- was, which was Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, and that's a banger, though, mate. So you're saying you need you, you need you need to achy breaky heart. That's uh that must be up there with it. That must be in the top hundred greatest songs of all time. Yeah, I mean, like absolutely fucking not. I mean, if, have you do you listen to music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you like as a collect as a collective, out of all of the hundred top hundred or the yeah. The songs of last century. That must be. It's a classic. I uh, might not agree I, with it, but it is a classic. I, I disagree. I listened to it recently because I was like, "Oh, achy break, achy heart," and oh man, it's just it's it's like it, it's formulaic. It is literally a song that got made to be number one because he hadn't had a number one. He hadn't had a number one. He's been writing oh, music okay. throughout the eighties and maybe the late seventies. I don't know how old the bastard is. But he's had one number one, and then he tries to come back. He tries to come back with Little Nas X old and with, with his that Old Town Road. That got to number one, but he was a feature. Um, oh, and it okay. was and it was the remix, wasn't it? But he tried with yeah. that comeback, and then he gets on stage with um, with Miley. Well, it was in the UK, I think it was at Glastonbury or something. And right. he very, very apparently was not playing the guitar that he was pre- pretending to play. He really? was lip syncing because he was nowhere near the fucking microphone. Um, and maybe uh, he just has great projection. Yeah, do you reckon? I don't know. Do you reckon? I'm, d- I'm just playing devil's advocate. Absolutely. Well, that's your maybe. job. Um, yeah. But and another thing, he's just too handsome, man. Like it's not. It's not too fair. Handsome. Yeah, it's not fair to be that old. Like, I mean, what is he in his fifties? Right, must be in his fifties, surely. 
and yeah. he's a he's a Easy. he's a damn handsome man. I'd say he's the George Clooney of country, um, and it's not it's not fair for other country stars out there. Like you know, all the country no. stars that I know, uh, at least they're getting number ones. Well, maybe they're not. I don't know what how big country is right now. Oh, it's big in the US. Oh, it's huge in the US. I think it's the the. I, I think it makes the most money in the industry in the US. Really. So, if I'm honest, mate, that's huge. Like, we need to make a decision. I mean, who's going in the bin? You've, state, you've stated a very good claim for for Billy Ray Cyrus. I would. I'm sort of thinking, you know, Akon actually. He's not a bad guy, is he? Dude, he may have been the '90s for me. Go but, in, but one person. Go into the ice skating on a Friday night. Yeah. Was 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 yeah. fun, right? Was fun. I went yeah, to the ice skating when I was younger on a Friday night. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was fun, and a big part of that was hearing Acorn over the speakers because he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Give me your top five Acorn songs, then. Let's see if you can do five. All right, I try with Bone Thugs and Harmony, Snitch with Obi Trice, um, Smack That with Eminem, Lockdown. And lonely, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, Wowzers, trousers. <laughs> um, I don't know where to go with that. Really, I'm shocked. I'm disappointed. And uh, with with me or your pick, <laughs> both. <laughs> it's it's all right. I'm I'm also disappointed in myself. It's okay though. Well, I mean, well done though, Billy Ray Cyrus. Good shout, mate. In, in the, bin. the bin you go. Oh, I mean, nice. Oh, um, well, that was getting the bin, and I'm glad to say that we saved Acon, which means, in turn, we saved Africa. Um, yeah, I think so. And Billy Cyrus is... I think you could say that. Yeah, and then Billy, Billy Cyrus is going in the bin with his handsome, bin. handsome long hair um, and his Maserati sports car. That bastard of the Maserati. Um, so... Um, it is jingle time. It's jingle time. It's jing- Play the jingle. It's time to close your eyes and sing. And how was, how was that for you? The jingle was good. It's very psychedelic. It's very bushy. It's very Vince Noir. Um, no, I think... I like it. With, with this segment, I think it needs to be... A little bit psychedelic. It needs to. It needs to have that. You know, Absolutely. that flavour. Absolutely, I agree. I like so, it a lot. So, in this segment, I just wanted to take a few minutes to really think about something that we just don't spend enough time thinking about. Uh, so this week, I was looking at the subject of tyres. Now, Chris, you actually told me you needed to get some tyres. So, how about? After my few points that I'm going to talk about, uh, you can let me know whether or not that's affected your decision. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm excited to, to think to think about so, tires. Yeah, I mean, just think about tires. If we think about tires, we've got to think about rubber. So I just wanted to give you some rubber fact. Um, rubber can be vulcanized, and that means vulcanization is strengthening the rubber through sulfur right okay um, yeah don't know how they do that but that's something to think about isn't it 
Um, <laughs> definitely, definitely is. <laughs> uh, rubber gun boots, gum, not gun boots. Rubber pew, pew. gum <laughs> were invented in 1852. Right. By I'm going to fuck this name up. Harim, Hiram, Hiram Hutchinson. Hiram Hutchinson. Hutchinson up. Uh, when he met Charles Goodyear. Uh, oh, who had just of, invented of, vulcani- the vulcanisation process of natural rubber. And Goodyear is... Quite, quite interesting, isn't it? I think so. That was with the tyres. That was, yeah. The he, he actually u- a- applied the, uh, the vulcanised rubber to use in inflatable life rings. Oh, right. What, like, um, like lifeguard ones or just ones that you, you know, blow up and have fun on in the pool with? Well, I think a bit of column A, a bit of column B... Mainly as a life saver, a life, life a life saver, a life preserver. I don't think they had fun in the Victorian times, did they? No, it looked quite they depressing like and shit like that. But, I think they were more focused on survival and not getting not getting a plague. Then was it? <laughs> um, not going to a mill we're or not, workhouse. Yeah, I mean we're I not think, we're, we're not heading into the Victorian times again, are we? No, we've got playstations. So, oh yeah. Yeah, we do. We, we, we're beyond the spinning top. However, I did see <laughs> an advert um, today, actually, for a spinning top. So that's quite interesting. You did? <laughs> did yeah. that Did that just pop up on your um, Facebook newsfeed? Because yeah. it heard you talking about um, Victorian Maybe. times. Victorian times. Yeah, it's a conversation I have with myself quite often about the Victorian stuff. Um, anyway, so I mean, something else to think about, coming from something to think about, mad, I know, is whether or not the Goodyear well, popular for keeping shoes together, also, was also invented by Charles Goodyear. I do not know, did not research that. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, also, most rubber produced today is synthetic. Yeah, okay. Did you know? Makes um, sense. Synthetic means it's man-made and not of natural origin. I, I tell so, you, I tell you something for nothing. I did, I did know that. I did know that. Okay. Well, um, something and, to think. About. Yeah, something to think about. So, I mean, when you mention tires, yeah, I, I have a final point to just finish with, well, and that is, Thailand is the largest producer of rubber in the world. Thailand. Thailand. Oh, yeah. Thailand. Not th- not, <laughs> not Thailand. I thought I thought that was like a new um was like so in the northeast of the UK where we where we live. Um I don't have you you can obviously tell by our extremely broad southern accents. Um very broad. There's a place called Diggerland where kids go and ride on diggers. We've been there. No, Nick had why, an absolute hoot. Um, the, the thought of Diggerland when Stay at home. Stay at home. Um, and when you said Thailand, I thought you meant Thailand, like some kind of fucking tire theme park. No, but obviously, it's, obviously not. You meant Thailand. That's Thailand. fine. I didn't mean Thailand. <laughs> so um, I was thinking. How, about, how has that influenced your tire tire decision, if any? Well, I still need tires. Um, oh, okay, I still, cool. I still need a tire, but it, 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 now when I walk into the uh, the tire merchant, I can, um, yeah. It, when they say stuff, you know, like synthetic, I can About be like, I'd be like, I know exactly what that means, mate. Can't mug me over. Mm. 
Yeah. Just give them this little fact. Oh, did you know that the first synthetic rubber was made in the Soviet Union? I mean, I've learned. I've learned something, and I hope everyone. I hope everyone at home has learned something. Fingers um, crossed. Well, I mean, if not, soz. Uh, we'll we'll try again. It's one of them things. We'll try again next week, um, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so, I mean, it's been, we've, you know, had a lot of time to spend time with our families, but we've also, yeah. um, we've also had a lot of time to spend time playing video games and watching films and TV mm. and all the other fantastic stuff to fill time and procrastinate from doing stuff yeah. in the real world. Um, and I, you know, I, I just, I want to know what media has been keeping you busy, Nick. What? What media? Yeah, so what? All media. What? Well, I'm more like interactive in media, like video games or you know, okay, um, TV, films. Like what uh, magazine I read? I I mean, if if you want to talk about a magazine, you can talk about no. a magazine. But I very much no, I doubt you've been me. reading magazines. Um, no, um, I mean, I, well, I mentioned earlier what I've been watching. I've been watching The Office. Uh, and t- to be honest, Chris, I can't wait until I see the office featuring in uh, GCSE English Literature exam paper because oh, watching absolutely. it for the second time, I think it's maybe actually the third time I've watched it all the way through. Ah, oh, it it was incredible masterpiece, and it and I think it, it grows and grows and grows, and it's definitely something you can go back to and you will enjoy more the second time because you know. Yeah you know what key points are coming up so you can kind of like prepare yourself and get excited for it and yeah um, and then you'll still be surprised you'll and you'll start to understand some more of the inside jokes which came later on in the series and absolutely and also it's it's nice to see how the relationships actually do develop um yeah like, the like my favorite some... my favorite relationship is dwight and jim yeah and oh, that, I think it's that last episode. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's uh, it really tugs at the heartstrings. I cried a few times through through watching it. I'm not ashamed to say that. I um, mean, I tried, but um, you just haven't got any tears left. No, nah, no, I haven't. It's been hard, man. It's been hard. <laughs> it's been hard. <laughs> um, and I've also just uh, I've also been listening to an artist called Alex Cameron, an Australian uh, singer-songwriter. Yeah. Um, and his first three albums is almost the life of Michael Times. Uh, Michael Michael Scott. Oh, really? Incredible. Yeah, so he writes his first two albums in, like, in different personas. Yeah. So, like, the, uh, the first one's written in the persona of a failed or a failing musician. The next one's a failing artist. And then the final, or the last album he's just written, is written it as himself. Um, and it is incredible. Oh, that's really cool. The, the music's great. There's some great, like, lyric like uh, lyric pairs in there. It, just great, great writing. And something like, the, the lyrics are so, un- so unexpected for the music itself. Yeah. I'm gonna have to well produced, high fidelity. The second album was written or Brandon Flowers features in it. Uh, Oh really? He wrote the or he co wrote five songs on the last killers album. Oh right, okay. 
Okay, nice. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to check, check them out. It, I like the Killers. Out. I like the Killers a check lot. Them out. Um, it's the music isn't really like the Killers, but it's um, it's great. You can listen to a full album front to finish, like you know, and it's like it'll keep you hooked. Keep you hooked. No skipping. When when was the last time you listened to a full album? Um, well, I mean, I've I've been driving to work a lot. Yeah. Um, because I still am working. Uh, that's good and yeah I mean it's good but it's not because I'm working in an Amazon fucking warehouse so it's uh, it's okay um, but yeah. yeah I've I I've been listening to um, Bring Me The Horizon that's the spirit okay um, and full that, album full album all the way through no great, shuffle great album no no shuffle actually yeah no, no shuffle, shuffle. Yeah, I normally no don't shuffle. normally don't listen to albums I'll just like go and randomise just everything um, but that that album's yeah. really good, and I can't can't talk about unskippable albums without talking about Jagged Little Pill from Miguel Alanis Morissette. One have, of the, have you listened to that recently? Have I listened to it recently? Of course I have. Of course I have. Really? I am a fanboy of Alanis, man, and she <laughs> is like obviously not at the moment, but she is coming to do a UK tour of just the Jagged Little Pill album. Really? Yeah, so um I'll get us some tickets. Nineteen ninety five, so it's twenty five years old because it's her it's her twenty five year anniversary tour. But um crazy. So what uh, what I've been playing and watching, I play a lot of video games. Um and I watch a lot of trash T V. Um like really, really, uh, we're we're gonna get into that for sure. So, video oh, yeah. game wise, I'm not gonna really talk about it. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. I can oh. talk about that for hours. Fantastic game, but oh, no. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Who fucking cares? If you want to play it, if you want to play it, go play it. You will, you will not be, uh, you'll be not be upset by it. But I have just finished watching. I think season two of the amazing. The amazing show that is the flavor of love. Now, do you know what the flavor of love is, Nick? No. Do I? Do I want to? Well, I'm, ju- I'm just going to play. Gonna it. Yeah, okay. boy. That would have just given you a little taste. It is a bachelor-style oh. show where Flavor Flav is the one oh. looking for love. Now, Flavor Flav, if you don't know who Flavor Flav is, he's uh, he's really short. <laughs> um, he right. looks like. Um, like a child, like he looks like a child, but really old child, like a child who's like 70, like, yeah, like Benjamin Button. Exactly. So flavor flavor was part of the, um, the rap group called public enemy. Yeah. Who had hits like fight the power. Um, and they were, they were huge in the mid eighties, revolutionary, all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, they're, they're looked as being amazing in the rap game, but this show is horrific. It is. It's from like the mid noughties I don't know if it was MTV or VH1 or whoever did it. Whoever picked this show up, um, yeah. they shouldn't have. Um, even though I really enjoy loving it, but Flavor Flav comes across as being the most creepiest dude in the world. He's like extremely sexist. Because he is. Um, I, I mean, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, like. <laughs> Like he so so he I mean there was three seasons of this shit yeah and there's been wow. and there's been it took him three seasons to find someone. Pardon, he didn't find anyone. This like oh. he's 
I don't I don't think he has the patience himself to have someone around that much. I think he just needs as many people telling him that he's amazing as possible to guide him through well, life. But um was it just three seasons then of people blowing smoke up his ass? Yeah, like hugely. Like these women are like I love Flavor Flav. I love him and it's like Man, you don't love Flavor Flav. You love money, right? You love money. Yeah. Um, because this dude looks like, he, you know, he does look like Benjamin Button, like, right? And the way he goes on, it's so offensive. Like, at the beginning of each season, the ladies line up and he gives them names. Yeah, because he can't, he can't remember their real names. He gives them he names. He gives them a so name. With, with um, sticky notes, yeah? Like, one of these. Oh. Like, with sticky what? notes, and he puts them... It's like a, hello, my name is... And he's like, na 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 Your name is voluptuous, because you've got a big no ass. Way. And he'll, like, slap it on on it on That's on the incredible. female's ass, yeah? And it's, yeah. Hila- it's hilarious, but try and put that show... Go, go to a studio now and put that show forward. They're going to laugh you out of out of the room they're gonna laugh you out the room and um every everyone even if you just go on youtube and you just watch a clip a clip of it or you just you watch someone um someone dissecting it it is it is amazing but these women are just pure gold diggers and he loves it he knows it he loves it and he says he's all about the love and stuff like that and he's like you know in the bed with like three women at once and like not even in like a really like oh he's like cool he's like balling it's like oh that's weird he just like it's like half the size of them and he, how uh, how short is he? Have, do you have uh, an exact number, bro? Is he like, more than five foot? Um, oh, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna search it now because we have to see flavor flames. <laughs> Sorry for the tappy tappy. Uh, oh, one point seven meters are oh, wicked. That helps okay. out. Um, in feet, that's. I'd say that's maybe like five five five. That's not even five. that short, man. No, it's not that short. I thought he was like four eleven, but he looks tiny. Um, but he was—he had a show before 4'11. this. Four eleven, four eleven, so small. Yeah, it's tiny. It's like that guy in the new ninety day fiance, right? He's nine eleven. He's four eleven, and he has no neck. We'll talk about him at some point. Um, okay. But he was so favor favor was in a show with the model Bridget Nielsen, right? Who is who is like over six foot. And they had a show together because they were in love and they were going to get married. And it is the funniest thing. It looks like she's taking her son to the shop, but then like necking on with them and stuff. Oh man, like go check it out. It is trash TV. Like hate, hate watch the shit out of that. It will have you laughing. It will have you squirming. What's it on? Are we on Netflix? Um, We're on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. So you can watch, you can watch that in HD. Um, if you really want to, and I will suggest it just so you can see everything clearly, um, all of the sexism. <laughs> um, but uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. Been playing other games. Been watching other stuff. But this show really, really stood out to me. If I'm honest, and uh, <laughs> I just th- I just thought it was crazy weird, crazy weird, um, and hilarious. Um, yeah, it sounds. It, yeah, it sounds mad. I'm just trying to get my head around it. it. But it's, it's the it's the Bachelor. So rather than giving giving out a rose, 
yeah? yeah? He gives out a massive clock on a chain and puts it around their neck because that's his thing. Flavor Flav wears a big clock. Oh, yeah, that is... That's fucking... That's cool, though, isn't it? That's... You know, they're doing it right, aren't they? Yeah, they they, they are definitely doing it right, but it is, it is so offensive. But you do see some rappers come on, like G-Unit go on it, Warren G, Nate Dogg. So that's yeah, pretty So that's pretty cool. Them episodes are pretty cool. Um, but cool. I just, like, just go... Go check it out. Yeah, that well, okay, that was uh, that's sort of blowing my mind a little bit. Talking about flavor, flavor, just flavor, flavor in, in general. Yeah, maybe boy. he should have gone in the bin. Oh, maybe, maybe he should, but then we would, you know, maybe, maybe there's going to be a fourth season of the Flavor of Love. <laughs> yeah, potentially. Oh, hopefully, God. that's all we could wish for. Yeah, absolutely. It's all we could wish for. So, you've got a game for me, Nick, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to share it though. That was my issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was going to talk about um, a sandbox game that I've been playing. Oh, yep. It's called uh, Space Engineers, and if I could sum it up in five words, it would be cinematic, glitchy, and complex button sequences. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one nice. Of the games I've played yeah. but I'm enjoying it immensely it's one of them uh, one of them games that is a bit like Minecraft yeah. um, higher resolution and it uh, hasn't got any gravity so that's a bit of a it's a bit annoying oh really um, oh so you have to you have to build stuff yeah so you you build like spaceships and shit the more I say it the more I think oh okay it's a good job I'm not 25 stone because that's sort of the ideal demographic for this game. But um, you Ooh, build space shots stations, fired. Shit, space man. stations, ships, yeah, um, do mining and stuff like that. It's really, like it's really good. Can be quite technical to get things like to get machines and stuff working on it. But yeah, it's good. It's a good sandbox game if you want to get creative and just well, yeah, do what, something which is a bit therapeutic. What have you got that on? You got that on the Xbox. On Xbox, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's on Xbox, PC, um, and that's and that's it. No PlayStation or anything like that. Oh, no PlayStation. So maybe another, no PlayStation. Maybe Xbox have got one exclusive that you know uh, will be worth it. Oh, potentially more shots fired. Um, I think it's just because it's um, it's probably quite easy to configure, isn't it, from PC to Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Microsoft is involved, isn't it? So, yeah, just like you got like Gears Five and Forza and stuff, that's all on PC as well. Yeah, and I, I just know with the, um, yeah, yeah, it must be, must be. But anyway, but I've been playing Forza Seven as well, which has been very good. Yeah, I liked Forza Four a lot. I liked Forza Four yeah, a we were lot. Playing. That was decent. I think um, I I much prefer the uh, the I don't know how what you would call it like the the actual drive engine of Forza as opposed to GT. Yeah. Gran Turismo. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. I, have you not played it? What GT? I haven't played Gran Turismo GT. since Gran Turismo Three A Spec. Oh really? For the PlayStation, PlayStation Two. PlayStation 2. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's changed a lot since then. Yeah, I mean GT is more of um more of a simulation game, isn't it? It's more of a, yeah, dri- I, a racing simulation. 
that's it. And I think the, the Forza engine's just a little bit more forgiving. Um, I don't, yeah, I just find it a, a little bit, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. There's less res- like track restrictions and all all of that sort of stuff. It's and, just a bit bit more arcadey, isn't it? Yeah, which I definitely prefer. prefer. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do some like fucking six hour race. That's not my not my bag. Yeah. That might have been my bag ten years ago, but not anymore. Absolutely, man. Um, I liked Need for Speed. Uh, what's that? What's the new one? Is it Heat? I was playing that. I was playing that for a bit. I would like Need for Speed. Und- Excuse me, Underground. Um, to be remastered. Oh, that was like the... Was that the second Need for Speed that came out? Uh, the, well, I think there was more Need for Speeds before it, but it was Need for Speed Underground, and that started off the new Underground franchise. Oh, um, with which was like the uh, open map. Yeah, Need for Speed 2 was. It's basically because Fast and Furious came out, didn't it? So they were like, oh, we need to jump on this. We want everyone to have... Orange Supras, let's do this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. And yeah, we and can... you would play online with other people. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you could with um, the PlayStation, because the, they were on PlayStation 2. I mean, I think, I think you probably oh, could. Oh, I'm thinking of the PlayStation 3 one. Oh, 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 oh. I think, maybe. But, um, you know, it's like, it, you know, it, it was that Fast and Furious bug of Fast Cars, Family, and Corona. Yeah. Beer, Corona beer, Corona. not yeah. God, that's that was quite a. I mean, it, that really came out in the uh, early noughties, didn't it? Two thousand people really started to drink Corona, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I remember I mean, like you know going into God knows I would have been like nine or something like that, but just seeing loads of people drinking this beer with lime in it and thinking, oh, that looks good. Yeah, I've never been a massive fan, if I'm honest. Of a, a, of a of a corona, yeah. It's refreshing as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I've just, I've just never it's been a fun. never been a massive fan. Never been a massive fan. <laughs> Didn't believe all the hype, the hype of the corona with the lime. Oh right, fair, yeah. each to their own. Well, you know, each to their own. Um, should we? Uh, should we look at some reviews? Look at some I've reviews. Got a little game that we can play. You have. You have. So, what is this game? So, this is the this is the review game. I haven't really got a name for it yet. Need to uh, need to work on that. At the moment, it's called the review game. Work in work in progress. Um, basically, each week I'm going to take a uh, reputable uh, review site. Yeah. This week it is Good Housekeeping. Right. Okay. Um, and we're going to look at one of their sort of best in class lists. So. This week we're looking at the seven best coffee grinders of 2020, right. according to Kitchen Bros. Of 2020, uh, um, 2020 this year. This year, so first quarter, Q1, Q, Q1, Q1 coffee grinders. Q1 I'm not coffee gonna, grinders. Um, I'm not going to go through all seven because that's mental. But what I'd like you to do is put them in order, either highest to lowest or lowest to highest. Either way. All right. Okay. Okay. All I care is that you get them right, so no pressure. I'm going to start off with the Conical Burr Coffee Grinder. It's made by Oxo Brew. Right, okay, um, Oxo Brew, yeah. Yeah, and it it produced very even coffee grounds that could be used for espresso. Have you have you got a l- and anything in between? Have you got a list right now that you can share with me on the screen? 
No, I'm, I'm talking. You've got to go. Th- you've you got to hear them. Oh, mate. Okay, I'm going to try and remember them. So the fir- that first one was Oxo. You might need a pen and paper. This is the conical burr coffee grinder. Conical burr coffee grinder. Now there's a hint there, and that would tell you that it works on a conical burr. On a conical burr. See, look, yeah. I'm I'm extremely underprepared. I'm going to use a bit of paper. So what's a what's a conical burr? Conical. It's the shape in which the the burrs are. So the burrs are the things that grind. I'm going to really fuck this up. Um, Jesus Christ, the burrs are the things that grind the coffee. Okay. So a conical burr is going to be conical in shape. Right, okay. What's the next one? Um, next up, we have the the Smart Grinder Pro. This is from uh, Breville. Yeah, and okay. This is, this is high-tech. Uh, we've got a LED screen. Um, it's got over 60 features of grind or 60 grind settings. Ah, yeah, but that's 60 features that can fuck you up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the pro that did test out the grinder did comment um, that the finest setting produces powdery results that don't clump together. Oh, okay. While the coarsest resembles the ground coffee you can buy in store. So, you know, that there's a lot going for, for this. <laughs> right, for okay. This coffee grinder here. Right. That's yeah, sixty grind settings, and it can hold one pound of coffee. What it can hold one pound of coffee. One pound of coffee. Yeah. Wow. Next up, we're looking at the Cuisina, uh, and that is this is the DBM8 Supreme Grind Automatic Burr Mill. Right. Okay. Give you the top, the top, uh, or the key facts here. We can hold half a pound of coffee and we've got 18 settings mate it's shit so half a pound of coffee nah mate <laughs> the last one holds a whole pound of coffee and has 60 hey, settings what are we what are we looking for here now nah, we're looking we're, 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 we're looking for we're the look, for the grind for the, for the quality for the grind. okay and finally we have the infinity plus conical burr grinder this is from capresso um this was definitely the quietest that the uh that the pros tested. Have we got we've got six have we got some prices? Yeah. And it holds eleven ounces of coffee. Now I'll go through the prices for you, starting with the Infinity Plus Conical Burr. Right, grinder. okay, okay, yeah. That is ninety nine point nine five dollars. Oh dollars. I've got dollars here, yeah, because that's what the website's. <laughs> Next up, we have the DB8 Supreme Grind Automatic Burr Mill. Is that the smart grinder? No, that's the Cuisine Art, yeah? This is the Cuisine Art, yeah. yeah that was $36.99. Right, okay. And then we've got the smart grinder. Yeah. Smart Grinder Pro. We're in for a. Um, we're in for $183.99. The man, that is a lot. Yeah. That is a lot to grind your coffee. You can probably get a coffee machine for 183 I mean, not, well, not a very good one, but, you know. No. A1. Um, 
a a one. Uh, and then finally, we've got the conical uh, coffee grinder from Oxo Brew, and that was ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents. Right. Right. I'm gonna. Right. Okay. So the order I'm gonna go in. Okay. Let's hear it. Right. Is what? How are you starting? So we're gonna start at the bottom. Lowest. Started from start the bottom. Now we're here. Um. So I'm gonna go for the. Oh man, this is hard because I know nothing. I know nothing. So I'm gonna put the conical burr at number four. Yeah. Then I'm okay. gonna put conical the burr at number four. At number four. Um, then I'm gonna put the Smart Grinder Pro at number three. Okay. Then the Cuisine Art at number two. And then the other one at number one. So you're starting from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number four. Lowest first. Yeah, lowest first. Okay, well, I'm pleased to tell you um, <laughs> that the, if you'd have started from the top, then you would have got them right. What, no shit? Like, in order as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I got it completely wrong. It was the Conical Bear coffee grinder, then the Smart Grinder, then the DBM8, and then finally the... Capresso. Yeah, see, I thought I thought with that kind of like low priced one, I was thinking it might be a bang for buck scenario where they're like, ah, oh, right. oh, but this is really good because it is only thirty six dollars ninety nine. Well, anyway, I feel robbed. Um, I, I mean, I well, they were in an order, just not the right one. Just so not the right one. You were oh, you were halfway there. I'm gonna try. You it. managed to follow an instruction, but you didn't manage to get that instruction correct. Oh man. So there's. You know, there's bits to take from that, isn't there? Uh, but every, every talking uh, about coffee. Every day is a learning day. Every day is a learning day, school day. Um, just while we're on the topic of coffee, Absolutely. what have you been? Are you drinking much coffee at the moment? I am drinking coffee. I've been uh, so I can't remember if it's from Aldi or Lidl, right? Um, because you know we're tightening the purse strings a little bit. Um, but I've been getting some Java, some ground Java, because I drink um, I drink it in a, a thing that you bought me actually. The air. I was going to ask, have you been using thing. that? I've been using that shit every day. Um, it what's it called? AeroPress. 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 Yeah. Everyone, check out AeroPress. AeroPress, if you're listening, you know. Do you like it? Throw a sponsor. I do. I do actually. Yeah, I do. It's uh, it's nice and quick. Um, yeah. I do. I prefer my cafetiere. Um, Okay. But when I'm having a coffee and I'm about to go out to work, um, it is like nice and easy, just like filter, flat out, flat out, proper coffee. Um, And it tastes incredible as well. I was shocked at how good AeroPress coffee tastes. Yeah, no, so was I. I thought thought it was a bit of a gimmicky thing that you bought me. Like, I thought it was like a bit gimmicky. And then I tried it and I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit, that's really nice. Sorry. Yeah, so earlier this week I uh, spoke to a chap called called Glenn. Um, he's a farmer. So I thought it'd be good to get a, an update from a, around the country. It keeps us, let's say, uh, you know, involved. Yeah, it gives see, us a, a breadth, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So well, we'll play that now, and we'll yeah. see. We'll see what Glenn's got to say, like. If it loads. Oh, it's loaded. Did you want to know Glenn's last name? Taking the call. 
That seems forced now. Glencoe. Glencoe. The... <laughs> Glencoe. Right. So I'm going to start that the phone Scottish call Shepherd. again. Um, start the start the phone call. I will. I will. I'm going to start it right now. Hi, Glen. Thanks for taking the call. I bet you're flat out with lemon season going on at the moment. Aye, it's not bad. It, the lemon's going uh, relatively smoothly. And has it just been you, or have you had any help? We've had a few of the uh, the family down in the shed getting stuck in. It's the uh, the ladies we we dainty fingers. <laughs> they do wonders getting in and sorting sorting out any mudlups. <laughs> mudlups. I mean, there has been one thing putting a stop to the proceedings. It's that bloody Kate Humble sniffing about the place, looking for her lemon life fix. I caught her <laughs> in the shed two nights ago sniffing the forehead of a two-minute-old lamb. Bare chested. It was perverse. <laughs> is she still knocking about or has she left? No, she was in the top field this morning doing a piece to camera. It's sad. A repurposed an old scarecrow with a picture of Matt Baker. <laughs> has that done the trick? Aye, well, it's not me I'm worried about. I know how to deal with her. It's the other folk. They need to be prepared for when she comes with a menacing look in her Aye. Well, that's a, that's a real insight. Thanks very much for that, uh, Glenn. And um, yeah, hopefully she stays away. Thank God for Matt Baker. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank God for Matt Baker. Thank God. Thank God for Matt Baker. Um, I mean, it's... It sounds tough. It sounds tough that he's got to put up with that shit. It does sound tough. And I, it must be hard for, um, for old Kate Humble as well, because... And a lot of our, uh, you know, live, um, what are they, live broadcasters, because they, they, you know, they haven't got the opportunity to get stuck in and get out in the fields, get on their touchline, speak to their, you know, the sports people, speak to their, you know, whoever. So, you know, yeah, so uh, I know what you mean. Absolutely. So (laughs) it must be tough. But that bloody Kate Humble, what's she doing? (laughs) (laughs) That was just so bizarre. So bizarre, but yeah, anyway, I'm glad. Um, um, I'm glad Glenn, Glenn is, uh, you know, getting through this, and he's carrying on with lambing because um, we, yeah, we um, all need a bit of lamb in our lives. Yeah, we we all need the lamb, and uh, and some of us need our lambing live fix. Absolutely. Right. So you did a game. Would you um, Would you describe that as a love letter to Matt Baker? I I would actually. I would I would say that. That was a love letter to Matt Baker, and in I, its own sort of way. Yeah, and I think Matt Baker would be very happy in uh, being part of that, okay, um, that's, that's and good. and protecting, you know, Glenn yeah. and his lambs from the bare chest of, yeah, of, of Kate Humble. Of Kate Humble. Okay. Right, you've got a game. So you did a game. Um, I did a game. You did a game, and I've done a game. So this game. I'm going to call Chris's picks because I'm going to give you two options. This is it's kind of like a, a quick fire game which we can talk about. We can talk okay. about the options that you've picked and why, but I'm going to give you two things. Two things. You need to pick one as fast as you can. First one that comes into your head. Um, okay. And this week it is high street restaurants. Okay. High street restaurants. High street restaurants. Oh, do you just want one? Pardon? Pizza no. Express. No. I'm going to oh, give okay. you two high street restaurants oh, and you right. need to pick okay, one. Fine. All right. Okay. 
Chris's picks. Jingle coming soon. Harvester or Toby Carvery? Toby Carvery. Oh, oh why? Why? Story. I've got a funny story about Toby Carvery. <laughs> right, right. Tell you. Crack on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went, uh, this was on, I can't, it was a weekend. It was maybe a Sunday or something. And we went for a late afternoon Toby Carvery. You, me, you my and? My friend Dean and Rachel. Right. Um, so we went to this Toby Carvery. It was in Maidenhead, shout out. Um, and we were, by the time we'd arrived, we already know, like we already knew it was going to be a shit show. Um, and it was. We got sat down at a dirty table, sort of what you expect at a Toby Carvery. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and as we were waiting, I mean, this is the, the, real, the real piece here for me. Um, as we were waiting for our meat, there were a few flies in the carvery section of the restaurant. Right, okay. Um, and as we were waiting for the meat, there was only turkey and beef. Sad times. Sad I times. Saw, sad times. I saw the chef take his tea towel and swat a fly onto the turkey crown. Right, okay. And what, and just left, left, the, left, left the fly there? Left it there. Three people got served... Until I turned up and said, are you not going to take that fly off the turkey and get rid of the rest of that meat? Oh, man, that's savage. See, I've, I've only been to a Toby Carvery once and it wasn't for a Carvery. It was for uh, breakfast. Uh, yeah, how was that? Reading Festival shout out. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, oh, it was horrific because it was Reading Festival and the place was a shithole. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, I was, I was so hungry. Um, I went up twice. So, Pizza Express or Bella Italia? Pizza Express. Uh, absolutely. Bella Italia, if you're listening, you're shit. Go Spoons away. or O'Neill's? Bella Italia needs to get in the bin. Get in the bin. Spoons or O'Neill's? Spoons. 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 You get chips on your Less breakfast. Less than £2 for a Doom bar. Less than £2 for a Doom bar. Order on an app. Thank you very much. Don't uh, even need to speak to people. <laughs> Ask Italia or Prezzo? Prezzo. See, I, I like Ask. I like Ask a lot. That's that's because uh, there's an Ask in Reading. And a, pre- and a Prezzo. There is a Prezzo in Reading as well. I don't think I've well. been to an Ask, Ask, Ask Italy. Oh, really? Ask, Ask Italian. They do some, uh, yeah. they do some, good, uh, some good olives. Uh, all bar okay. one or slug and lettuce? All bar one. Uh, good. Sl- uh, sorry, slug and lettuce. You can, you can get with Bella Italia. And yeah, you're just a posh spoons. Jog on. Saying that. I mean, it, it does go spoons, slug and lettuce, all by one, pitch and piano, be at one, doesn't it? Uh, I would say pitch and piano is bars. below all by one for me, just with quality. Really? Yeah, okay. not a massive fan of pitch and piano. They got the big one down I mean, on the air. Pardon? Clientele, though. Pitch yeah, and piano uh, maybe. Normally gets better. Slug um, and lettuce and all by one, it gets a bit murky, doesn't it? Like very much, so. they'll be overflowing to one another if they're near each other. I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Miller and Carter or Browns. Miller and Carter. Good. I'm glad you said Miller and Carter because I I I used to like Browns a lot when Browns we Kaka. when we were young we would go to yeah. Browns and it was fresh. Now it's you know they have big bain marie's in the kitchens and it's all dip it in even mash coat or Bell and Dragon. Bell and Dragon. Bell and Dragon. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to redact that. I'm going to go Coat. Coat's nice, man. Coat's nice. Like, I've I think it's just it. consistently good as well. Yeah, and it's... Um, yeah, it's... It, I, I like it. 
and I like going in and it's usually really clean as well. Not saying Bell and Dragons aren't. Um, no, Bell and Dragon are clean, but they're a little, just a little bit more shabby. Yeah, and and same price point with their um, with their menu as well. With Bell and Dragon, it gets regurgitated a lot. Yeah. Like something which was on the menu last summer would definitely be on the menu this summer. Carluccio's uh, or Pizza Hut. Carluccio's, no contest there. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a little bit of a shit was, one. A little bit shit. of a shit one. Sorry, sorry, Pizza Hut. I. I I am partial to your lunchtime buffet because it is cheap, but um, yeah, yeah Carluccio's is banging. Got rock. Banging. Bills or yeah. Nando's? Bills. Bills. I'm not, I you, find uh, bills incredibly overpriced, and the service is normally subpar. However, however, their eggs that they get for breakfast, the yolks in them, whew, they hey. are a incredible color of orange. I think they're Cornish. I think they're the Cornish eggs. Yeah, it's like really, really rich. Uh, I've never been a fan of Nando's, um, so you can no, pretty much put anything next to Nando's, and I will still say the other thing: uh, Wagamama, or I know, I know this Wagamama. next, I know this next restaurant. It doesn't exist anymore, um, and that is Lock, oh, right. Lock Fine. Wagamama or Lock Fine? Wagamama. Wagamama. Wagamama is so nice, so yeah. simple, and healthy. Cheap. Sometimes but cheap. Yeah, you man. After you had like what three gyoza, 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 gyoza just I don't know. dumplings, gyoza, mate. Dumplings. <laughs> uh, yeah, it soon adds up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like compared to Lock Fine, Lock Fine is like overpriced fucking frozen fish, man. I, d- Used I to never be. actually went to Lock Fine. Used to be. I did. I did a trial. So I did a trial shift in Lock Fine for yeah. a completely different restaurant. Actually, it was just part of the same umbrella um right. and i got they showed me how they wanted the fish cooked and i was like Tell you what? oh i don't want to ever work for lock fine um lasaguana or giraffe lasaguana oh oh controversial why lasaguana over giraffe um good happy hour i knew it was going to be drinks related Absolutely. um and they they do a range of margaritas, which I think should be commended. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm a big I would, fan of a, a Lazaguana's margarita. I, I would say that Lazaguana on the cocktail size, side, yeah, drink side all day, but Giraffe, I like to go and get a bit of brekkie from Giraffe when Bills is not around. Yeah, breakfast from Giraffe, I can see that. But um, So that's, that's my game. Um, it was yeah, high, high, street, high Street Restaurants this time. Next time okay. it's going to be something probably completely different, but I thought I'd start off with something relevant and easy peasy. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. But that was Chris's picks. Is that the uh, the jingle for this episode? No, for this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, what <laughs> that was <laughs> that was good. Um, what I would like to know. Yep. Is what have you recently closed on your computer? What recent tabs have you Funny you should funny just dropped down on your Google Chrome. Funny you should say this because it's actually extremely boring. So we we got our garden cleared for loads of you who don't know our, we we've recently moved to the northeast and our garden was full of foliage. Um, okay. and not good foliage. It was like bushes and trees and it 
took 75% of our garden away. So we got ripped all that out. And now we're in the process of cleaning it up and doing something about it. So I have been looking at landscaping bark. Wow. Now, I thought that was going to be an easy process of finding somewhere like Wix or Homebase or what what do they have in the States? Home Depot, I guess. Um, Maybe. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and, I don't know, if you know what you'd get there. And um, I thought it would be as simple as being like, right, I need some landscaping bark. There's, you know, a 100 litres or whatever. They come in. I'll just say I yeah. want 10 of them. That's it. Nah. There is a hell of a lot of bark on offer right now. Hell of a lot Big of bark. Decisions. Big decisions. Extremely expensive if you're not careful. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm I'm just... Uh, I haven't closed this tab. This tab is still open. Like, oh, well, I am, I am still in the... You haven't closed the deal on a, uh, on a bark no, purchase no, yet. No, negotiations with websites still, uh, are still, still, still strong. Because, because a lot of places at the moment, like Wix... I was going to go with Wix because it was it was the same product. It was cheaper. It's out of fucking stock. You know why? Because everyone's at fucking home, aren't they? Yeah. Staying in, staying oh, safe and doing their fucking gardening. Yeah. So just Have another issue a, I've run into. <laughs> a local um, garden centre. Um, I mean, I was down at Morrison's yesterday and they've just opened up a garden bit and they got loads of the stuff. Oh, right. So, oh, no. It's like on about a, like an a actual garden, oh, well, like like, garden centre like or nursery or something like that. Yeah, like Dobby's. Yeah, like I might, Dobby's. I might try Dobby's actually. Shout out, Shout out Dobby's Northeast. Whoop, whoop. Shout out Dobby's. More perth. Big up. Um, <laughs> but there's many, isn't there? It's not just one. There's not just one. There's they've got one in Reading as well. Dobby's. Do they? Yeah, it's got it's got uh, a it's got Fish World or whatever where uh, they sell loads of koi carp and what have you. Which were, that's Maybe where we got aquatics. That's where we got our koi carp from. That you know got killed by. Right. You know, sister-in-law. I didn't realise. Get that. in the bin. Um, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Right. So, I... <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. So me and the wife don't get to go out that often, right? With my work. Yes. Yeah, so you'd buy a corp cu- koi, koi carp. No, they weren't koi carp. I was over exaggerating. They were just lovely carp. Goldfish. Um, no, they were. They were. They were little koi carp. Um, right. And. So we we went out and uh, sister-in-law babysat. Okay. Babysat Aurora, our daughter. Not mine and Nick's daughter, but mine and my wife's daughter. That would be weird. And that would be extremely weird. And um, and we did we didn't say anything about feeding the fish. So my daughter, who was five at the time, was like, "Oh, we need to feed the fish." And it's like, "All right, cool. Well, it's fine. You can feed the fish, but you know, the the the." sister-in-law we'll call her sam because that's what her name is um yeah she decided to just tip the bag and you know just tip a bit out and you just put a pinch in a pinch of these little nice little balls you know keep them healthy you don't overfeed them so yeah she tipped it in and it all fell in so rather than scooping the food out before it gets all soaked yeah she just left it in so we got home sam buggered off home yeah in the morning i was like i was like what is that smell Went into Aurora's bedroom. The fish are dead, right? Because they overate, and oh. and it's all like mucky and brown, like the water, because so there was so much ate. food in there. Like, Shit. no, they overate because they were fat as fuck, man. Right, they were like really like round. Uh, maybe that was just because they were dead. I don't know. 
Maybe. Um, but, but we had them for like a week. We had to, oh, really? Yeah, we threw away the and tank then, and everything yeah, because it was fucking stank. We cleaned it. But anyway, it's like, you know, it's first world problems, isn't it? Like, oh no, yeah. my, my carp over eight. Now I'm going to have to get a new carp, which we never did. It was just too hard. It's probably for the best, though, by the sounds of it. Sounds like you were never really committed to the idea of carp keeping. I was committed. They didn't need to be fed, all right? We didn't say anything. There was nothing in the agreement of the babysitting. That's true. (laughs) So we just thought, fuck it, let's get a dog instead. Yeah. Yeah. And and you you went with a a dog which is quite adept at overeating, so... Oh, yeah, but boy is he ever. (laughs) Doesn't stop trying to eat. How is the dog? Yeah, he's good. Hilo. Yeah, he's good. He's just, you know... He's uh he's being a dog. He doesn't look like a puppy anymore. He's still he, he, he looks like an adult dog even though he is a puppy. So he acts like a puppy uh-huh. but you know moves around like an adult and when he when he has a 5 minutes of madness um just kind of like tears the room apart and you have to redo everything. But, oh, right. but anyway. That's the fun of having a dog, yeah. isn't it? Dog life. Dog life. Dog life. Dog life. So what what tabs have you had what tabs have you had open? I'm sure they've been way more interesting than landscaping bark. No, it's not been that much interesting. Uh, More interesting than that. I've been I've been looking at motorbikes recently. Motorbikes. I really want to do my yeah motorbike. Uh, I want to do my uh, full license. All right. I think I'm going to try try and do that over the next few years. So I've been just looking at bikes, having a look at motorbikes. Didn't, don't really want to, you know, turn this into a motorbike podcast, but I've been looking at cafe racers, something, something a bit vintage. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, but I have a uh, a red barber jacket, and I thought, ah, right, I want a motorbike that's going to go well with the red jacket. So what you're that's what the, you're telling me is that way to do things, your isn't it? your trail of thought is I've got a red barber jacket that yeah. would look sick if I was on a motorbike yes nice i like it i think if everyone if everyone just took life like that i think everyone would be a lot happier if i'm honest oh 100 percent. yeah yeah find that one one item of clothing that you can really hook into and base your whole life yeah and base your whole life around (laughs) it absolutely no don't hold back really go for it go two feet first really get stuck in so yeah i've been looking old vintage british motorbike uh royal enfields mainly right okay and triumphs so yeah try a a triumph scrambler would be incredible that's what that's what i want to go for nothing big 400 cc or something like that nothing crazy nothing cray cray but get me about well i mean i'm i'm excited I'm excited for you. Good, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased. But you know, I'll swing by when I uh, when I buy it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, to ride around the roads in the northeast is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, good roads, abso- good scenery, absolutely. Good beaches, plenty of plenty of places to see. If um, if any, you know, like if any of you are thinking about the northeast, move into the northeast. Um, don't leave us alone. We like it up here. It's nice yeah. and quiet. Newcastle is like a massive city that just feels like a village. Yeah, in yeah, a very in it? a very weird way. But 
I think that's um, I think that's all we got time for today. Um, this week, um, we really appreciate everyone coming and checking out our first podcast. Uh, we will be releasing it every Friday. Was it Friday, Nick? Yeah, Friday. We yeah, can do every Friday. Friday. Every Friday, we'll record it at some point through the week. So if there is any news and it's out of date, then you know, shit out of luck. Soz about that. Um, but uh, I mean, if you're coming to if you're coming to the door with Daily Ding Dong for updated news, then you, it, it, yeah, it's probably gone too far already. Exactly, would... and um, we'll have to put you yeah. in the bin. Um, yeah. So you can you can catch me at, at Chef Before Gaming on Twitter and Instagram, um, and, and you and you can catch me at Nick Dorwood N I K Dorwood on Instagram. On don't do Twitter really on the gram. I, is Twitter a thing? Twitter is definitely a thing. Um, head over to Twitter for um, updates on our podcast um, at d at Dorwood Triple D. That's, Dorwood Triple D. That's pen. Dorwood Double D. Dorwood Double D. Dorwood Double D. And if you don't know how to spell Dorwood, it's forward but with a D. It is forward but with a D. But we will up- Maybe that's the jingle. We will update in the um it's forward with a G. It's the Dorwood Daily Ding Dong. And if you don't know how to spell Dorwood, it's forward but with a D. It's forward with a D. Um but we yep. will have Twitter up and running very soon. I completely forgot to do that yes. earlier. Um, and you know, if the, if the, uh, if, if, if the username is different, I'll just edit it and you won't even hear this. So, yeah. um, but yeah, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. I've been Chris, he's been Nick and we have been awesome. <laughs>